me and like they're verbally intimate and they're into me that turns me on and if it's not there if the words aren't there like it intimacy is an me. illusion i mean well, yeah, maybe it's no but but here's the thing like if you if you're in a steady relationship and you cheat or or you bring other people in that sacred bond that you have with somebody like like just uh, it, it will be altered irrep- uh, like forever you can yeah. never get back if but, you if you and your your girlfriend also fucked a guy or a girl it changes everything it really does and it really works out you know like somebody's getting gonna get hurt yeah, yeah. Like, I, I if you if you're just in a sex party, it's great. Oh yeah, like I had a girlfriend who it was her fantasy to have multiple partners, have like multiple men go at her. But when it came to the moment of truth, when multiple people wanted to have sex with me, it was out of the fucking question. So double standards, double hypocrisy. Standards. That is what that is. That is what we are we're fighting a war against conformity hypocrisy and oppression yep. on the roxy roller radio show i had all four mics on but we we're only talking into two let's hear a new uh, blank generation let's hear this richard hell one of the coolest motherfuckers he invented the punk rock look malcolm mclaren came over to america and they went vice versa and the sex pistols were designed off of richard hell's look play it do you know this song i've never heard of this one Robert Quine, who was also in the... Uh, this is what some I do, a little shit where I tell people, you know, facts about rock, because I'm almost an encyclopedia. Uh, Robert Quine was in um, in um, Lou Reed's band, and also... Um, God, no, dude, uh, Marky Ramone is also in this band, you know, who yeah. ended up in the Ramone. Yeah. He was the drummer for this, the Voidoids. Oh, that's, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty cool band. When you think about those two different... Listen to shit. Here he goes... The I can take it all, leave it each time.
All right. Um, well, you know, that's the great thing about Spotify. It'll just keep playing. This is uh, Skip Vader's from the Dead Boys. We were just talking about the Dead Boys. This is, I'm, I'm going to turn this off because uh, I didn't pick it. That's all there is. when you get old kids. Everything's confusing. And it's not as much fun as it used to be. Uh, but I'll be honest with you people out there. I'm going to turn this shit down because you know this is a good song, but fuck it. Life begins at 40. Yeah, uh, it really does. Are you guys doing the next show? Yeah. Are you, didn't we meet once? Yes, you're, you're the Russian guy. Hey, but what show is it? Are you? What, uh, they're not here. What show are you doing? Uh, the where are they? Well, we, we are guests. Right, but where are they? That's allergy. Oh, sorry, that was disgusting, wasn't it? Hey, you guys want to see me sneeze again? No, um, uh, they're not here, so we're going to just keep bullshitting. Um, God, that was a lot of snot, too, man. It's terrible. Are they here? They're here. Yes, they are. Okay, we're going to do a wrap. Sounds of the city. Sounds of the streets. Okay, cool. And I had this guy on my show, and I didn't even know him. I still don't know him, really. But, I mean, it's cool. He's uh, So we're out of here, Alvaro. Yep. Thanks for having See, me. See, you, know, I, I, you know, earlier I was talking about my first gay experience. You know, uh, I was talking about getting fucked in the butt in Brooklyn. This guy kind of... I don't know if they want to hear about it, though, dude. I guess we're going to do a rap. I think so. Okay, let's, what are we going to rap about? Candy. It tastes so nice. I eat oranges and I get a... Oh, forget it. Okay. This is the Roxy Roller Radio Show. At least uh, last time I checked. God, I just I just sneezed. I had this horrible loogie, man. And I, I really was like... It was one of those moments where you know you're cool if you could sneeze and, and it doesn't bother you. You don't feel uncool when you do it. Or kind of like when, you know, you got like... Oh, I don't know why. We crap your pants, you know, and you feel terrible. I don't know. Hey, we'll be back next week with more bullshit. And hopefully um, we'll play some music as opposed to just talking about getting fucked in the butt in Brooklyn, you know, which was, it was, it was, it was not very enjoyable, but I mean, it was an experience and I want people to feel good about it. Whatever you do, stand by it, you know, because if it happened, you don't have to go, oh no, 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 let's not talk about that. No, no, just talk about it. It's okay. Sounds of the City up next. I'm your host, Roxy Roller with the Roxy Roller Radio Show. My pants are still on, so that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, but it's this, this never too late, right? And we can, we can go pantsless next time. Next time. Next time. When, and uh, when, I guess you need, you need to hit, um, put on nighttime playlists because they're going to be on. Right. Alvar is my apprentice. He's my Monica Lewinsky. So to speak. I, I am his, um, I don't know, uh, Scrooge. Bah, humbug. Don't do that or something like that. I'm James Brown. I feel good. Under the desk, right? Papa's got a brand new bag of shit. Oh, and so fucking, you should see those boulders. Oh, my God. I'm going to take my belt. Because I'm a superhero. This is my utility belt. Roxy Roller, till next week. Love you guys. The video games, right? Right. But these kids who are being actors did not know the video game. Because there's no firing in Pac-Man. You just yeah, right. move. Well, there was this time when Pac-Man had was had a gun, and he was like, he. That's how they became ghosts. I don't know if you know that. 
But whatever I, this is playing, it's not nearly as good as my show. But you just keep listening. But they're going to be better blood. than me. But whatever this is, it's not as good. And then there goes Haunted Pac-Man until he ate a power pellet, and then he would eat the ghosts as a further humiliation. Yeah! Dorfus won! Dorfus won <laughs> Satan's Hollow! He's still playing, in fact. Dorfus, you can stop playing, man. Dorfus, stop playing, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Dorfus! Wow, this is a cool arcade. I'm surprised it's not it closed. I can't believe Fun and Games closed. Fun and Games is shut down. So you see that he has like a, uh, a bridge built, but there's like a piece missing. Is that weird? There you go. You got that piece in. Yeah. That was weird. Now, Dorfus who's playing right now, he was in a horrible car accident, and it ended his career. He was pronounced dead on the scene. Holy shit. He, did, he was brought back to life, but he stayed in the hospital two years. The surgeons had to You're do this, like, me. rebuilding his hip thing with titanium, and he had to go... You know, it was like 10 years of his life going through rehabilitation. So by 84, his career was over. It started in 78. He was in Surf 2, remember, right. that yeah. we were talking about. He was one that of was the 84. Then he had the car accident. So, And then he had the car accident after this movie. I after Surf 2 in 84. This was 80. Yeah, two years before his life went to crap. Wow, so I wonder what uh I wonder how he is. Today he's not doing well. He's got a site on the internet for his daughter's maid to raise money for him. He has some new medical condition like diabetes and he's not doing well. It's him, you can see it's him from his eyes and everything, but right. he's got the big beard and he's not a slob. He does look thinner, believe it or not, but it's not doing well. Well, he has this look that's like it's almost a little too real. You know how they get this Hollywood slob? And yeah. uh, what's funny about him in this is that uh, he's first off, he's like 4'11". <laughs> God, that's, that's, I can't make fun of the guy knowing that he spent a decade of his life and, you know, two years in, in the hospital. He keeps finding his daughter in there. Right.
testing testing we're here we're back we're sounds from the street we are <laughs> are we are we there yeah, are we just, here just trying not to get too riled up but i feel like i'm already riled you're up. triggered i'm triggered that's, um, that's the right word to use. Triggered. Well, we haven't been here in a while, so I guess it was about time you got triggered. <laughs> triggered by me and me. Yes. Triggered by other DJs. Uh, <laughs> before us. Yes. Um, oh my God, this mic smells really interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, how was your week? I mean, how was your month? I feel like we haven't done a show in like a month. It's There's- been good. Um you know, just working, trying some new things here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to some shows that were that were pretty fun. I went to see the MC5. Uh, they did like a 50th anniversary tour. They started out in the 60s, and it's so interesting, like how it's come full circle. And 2018 kind of almost feels like 1968, even though yeah. we weren't alive back then. But I don't know. It just there's so much momentum right now it feels like yep <laughs> i'm not even gonna comment on that yeah. um dare i say more no you shouldn't um <laughs> just vote i guess everybody's been saying it but you know you want to actually see it in action yes absolutely um, i definitely feel like there's a lot of um i mentioned it to you guys off the air there's a lot of rhetoric there's a lot of words being exchanged but a lot of them are empty, I feel like. So I definitely feel like we have an opportunity to make our voices heard and yes. you know put some action behind you know our words. Who cares yeah. what these other people are talking about? Yeah, because ultimately, and even though it's cliche, actions do speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. So um, go do it, November six. Do it, man. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was interesting. Um, um, I think I might have mentioned this to you before, but mm-hmm. I went to I went to the same school Stephen Miller did some of the same schools. Like we grew up in the same neighborhood, but right. we by any means like no interaction. Like he was older. Thank yeah, God. I was gonna say he's like probably back in the eighties, right? Early uh, nineties. Okay. So apparently he was in a class maybe around you know the same time I was attending there because I saw a uh, photograph okay. and I recognized. I didn't recognize his face, luckily, but all the other people that were in his class, I, you know, Mingled knew. with, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, but anyway, so I guess Spin Magazine interviewed my teacher. She was my first grade teacher, and I guess she made that comment, maybe you guys heard, about the, the glue that he let dry on his arm, and then he, like, ate it or whatever. And I guess they were totally, like, giving her shit about it, and the school district actually, like, her on you know temporary leave i don't know what the status is now but i was interested in actually reaching out to her and like i you know feel like i'm part of you know i have the podcast like i want to be able to talk about what's going on things that matter and i feel like wow this is really like hitting close to home like she was my teacher and oh my god i respect her and now it's like why would they put her in administrative leave because she made a comment to the media that was negative about him. One of know, the students. Painting a negative picture of him okay. when he's like eight or nine years old. But I mean, to each their own. Like you think we'd be able to, and we've been able to do this. But I mean, it's funny. Like it's not yeah. going to affect, I don't think it's going to affect him in a negative way. Cause mm-hmm. you were like, mm-hmm. I mean, eight or nine, we probably like some kids ate glue. Like, you know, it was, shit. yeah. 
Um, they ate, some kids ate worms and some kids ate dirt, you know, like it just had pica and they would eat salt and Play-Doh, you know, like, so it's, it's just weird because it's not like a negative thing. It's just kind of like one of those weird things where you're like, oh, okay, he was a kid that did weird shit like every other kid, you know? Right. It's interesting. But it's interesting. Everyone keeps saying, oh, it's the... It's the um, the times that we're that we're living in. Like we can't just say what we mean anymore because we don't know how it's going to be interpreted, perceived. Yeah, but I guess so. But that's really weird that they like put her on leave. Yeah, um, that's kind of dumb. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's not like she sexually abused him. I mean, there's people who sexually abuse, you know, and Students. then they're they're now uh, part of the judicial system. <laughs> So, like, that was something that we should have thought about uh, administratively, but, you know, now he's part of, like, the most important job position in the country, so, God, it's so backwards. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, I just, I had to bring that up. Yeah, no, that was, I'm glad you did. did happen in the past few weeks, and I just felt so weird seeing my first grade teacher on CNN. I thought they were going to interview her, and I was like... I want to hear. What, I want to hear what she has to say, honestly, because she's going to remember shit that happened 25 years ago. Yeah, I'm not going to remember it. God, that's so stupid. Um, <laughs> should we list? Should we read some uh, news? Yeah, for um, music news, some something different. Oh, are you, well, this it's, is it's political. kind of it's political. That's fine, but it's it's somebody it. that I really admire. Oh, okay, you know, a Hollywood actor. Yes. he's been in. He was on the TV show Roots in the 80s. He was on my one of my favorite TV shows growing up, Reading Rainbow. Ask any kid that grew oh, up in America. Is this Data from Star Trek? He's the guy that wears. Yes, the, or not? Not Data. Um, Next uh, Generation. Jordy, sorry. Is that the, the show? Mm, Deep Trek? Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Okay. Yeah, it's I Jordy. He's it. a blind guy. <laughs> yes. And he has a yeah. Okay. I know who that is. Okay. Cool. I'm like, people don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> but he's been in things since then, but that's what he's well known for. Yes. And recently, because of, you know, the influx of technology, he kind of, you know, he thinks he's one of those people that thinks reading books is still important. It actually still is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's tying that into, you know, doing a Kickstarter campaign and bringing, basically trying to bring the show back, but in a more modern form, I guess for you know 25 years later 30 years later so this girl or this person was interviewing him through vice and i just thought you know something that he said about reading and tying it into what's happening is so important so she said haha but really they seem to represent a growing number of people who have the same ideas about reading and his answer is i'm sure and i got something to say about those people like donald trump and kanye west who self-profess themselves as non-readers and this is what i want to say i ain't got time for anyone like that anymore i ain't got time for the kanye's or the trumps who don't read as it shows go somewhere else with that nonsense and take that bullshit someplace else oh shit yes Jordy, <laughs> I was like, this man speaks to me. <laughs> For as long as people like that will continue to publicly profess this idea to a generation of people, I'll be standing here for literature until my very last breath. I repeat, until my last very dying breath. I'll stand for it 
always in the living world. That's where I'm at right now as far as those two and anyone like them. And then he was laughing. So I guess he, he was, you know. He knew what he was doing, but I'm glad he did. Yeah. Yeah. I just. That's really good. There's certain things that really stick out to me and I just have to reiterate and pass it on. So that was one of those moments for me. Um, and Thanks was, for listening. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Um, I was going to read about Sinead O'Connor, but then I was like, you know what? She converted to Islam in a story. Um, <laughs> she's happy now. She's happy now. Um, we wish her the best. So, but I, I'm going to actually read kind of a political story too. Um, okay. Even though we try to avoid those, it seems like we can't because they're just part of our lives now. Uh, Apu is being written out of The Simpsons in light of controversy. Uh, producer Adi Shankar has confirmed the news through sources close to the series. Mm-hmm. Well, Hank Azaria will, know, will have one less character to voice on The Simpsons. The series is reportedly cutting out Apu... I'm not going to read his last name because it's like... No, I'm going to try. Nahasa Pima Pedlin... From any future episodes following mounting controversy over his racial stereotyping, uh, especially following Hari Kondalubu's uh, 2017 documentary, The Problem with Apu. The news comes from the IndieWire interview with producer Andy Shankar, who uh, spearheaded a campaign earlier this year attempting to solve the show's Apu problem by crowdsourcing a script that he hoped Fox would produce. That hope was not was uh, for naught. However, as Shankar now reports, I've verified with multiple sources now they're going to drop a Poo character altogether, and we're going to make a big deal out of it, or, need, or we're not going to make a big deal out of it or anything like that, but we'll drop him together just to avoid the controversy. Shankar says his sources include two people who work with, for the series and one of who works for directly with the creator, Matt Groening. IndieWire also reached to, out to Fox, who critically responded, writing, Apu appeared in the uh, October 14, 2018 episode, My Way or the Highway to Heaven, which is incredibly suspicious given that Apu only appears in a single shot with characters gathered around God. See below. And there's like a screenshot. Um... This is out of Consequence of Sam, by the way. Earlier this year, the series hit the thumb at the controversy with no read, no good read goes unpunished, which found Lisa in March debating over a book titled The Princess in the Garden, which had been edited by the family matriarch to be as unobjectable as possible. By, by the end, Lisa addresses the TV audience directly saying something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoffensive is not politically incorrect. What do you think? Following the episode, Groening also responded to controversy saying, I'm proud of what we do on the show, and I think it's time for a cult- the culture where people love to pretend they're offended. Whoa. Yeah. Of course, Asaria didn't share those sentiments and told Stephen Colbert that he would be perfectly happy and willing to ex- step aside, adding, listening to the voices means inclusion in, ri- in the writer's room. And I really want to see Indian South Asians and uh, in the writer's room as well. Mm-hmm. Not in a token way, but genuinely informing uh, whatever new direction and character may take, including how it's voiced or not voiced. Shankar feels the decision to outright delete the character is, is a poor one. If you are in a show about cultural commentary and you're too afraid to comment on the culture, especially when it's a component of the culture you had a hand in creating, then you're a show about cowardice. 
um, he says. It's not a step forward or a step backwards. It's just a mess of steps sideways. After having read all of these wonderful scripts, I feel like sidestepping this issue didn't solve it in the whole purpose of the art. I would argue is to bring us together. In the same interview, Shankar argues that it, it, his crowdsourcing was never meant to attack against anyone, to be an attack against anyone, and goes on to praise the winning script by Vishal Bush, calling it clever and authentic. As mm. IndieWire notes, the script uh, would bring Apu from a single store owner to a thriving businessman in Springfield, and would evolve other prominent Indian Americans in hilarious ways to highlight the importance of divers- diversity and individuality. Absolutely. He says he'll produce an episode through the Bootleg Universe YouTube page. Currently, The Simpsons is amiss its 30th season on Fox. Jesus Christ, it's like older than I am. Such a great show. <laughs> I remember watching it. Sorry, were you still reading? No, it's done. I was going to say, I remember watching it back then when it first came out, and there was nothing like that. Yeah. There was nothing I could watch and feel like I'm seeing you know, different cultures being represented. Maybe yeah. it wasn't you know, reflective of you know, what I was doing, but yeah. it was so like culture savvy even though it's about a family that's in springfield oregon right uh yes i think i think it's oregon because that's where matt groaning was from from, originally but anyways it's interesting that you were that they're thinking that it's oh it's not culturally appropriate but it's like the fact that they were being included maybe it's like they're you know they're poking fun yeah certain types of people and different cultures but the fact that they included it it's like yeah I think it's it's just one of the shows where it was one of the first shows to have where like the mom and the dad weren't always right. You know, they had uh-huh. their faults and uh-huh. especially the dad, you know, dad isn't always right. And yeah. like, you know, he was not always respected and he's, you know, he has kind a lot of, of faults. Dumbass. Yeah. And it's kind of a dumbass, and, <laughs> you know, but they always stuck it through and we're just like, we're family, you know, family growing up in America and just having all these outrageous adventures. So, and then there's so many shows that came after, right? King yeah, of the Hill and yeah. all the you know Nickelodeon stuff. I don't know S- stuff that maybe wouldn't have happened as you know in that succession of time. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of it. I haven't seen it in like five years. I or know, so, but you it's know, it's been a while. I feel like before I had a computer or before like the internet, that was kind of what you yeah. would Sunday like, night yeah that was how we were you know watching the news but then we were also like seeing it culturally appropriated or like applied. uh social uh, not social media um <laughs> so uh, what do you call it culture um, pop culture pop culture pop culture reference exactly yeah all the music that we were listening mm-hmm. to you know even politics yeah all that stuff yeah bill clinton was in a few episodes (laughs) oh Uh, bill (laughs) that was interesting back when the show was in the 90s that was uh something else and now who knows i you know i would have to watch it i think i would try watching an episode uh set in you know like a few a few years ago and they were they had iphones 
oh. on the show and i was like no i can't <laughs> i can't watch this this is so creepy like they're like you know they're touching their apple apple watch or whatever and it's i'm just like no I can't interesting do it. but and maybe you guys can relate to this if you watch the show stranger things yeah but i feel like in a weird way i feel like i can relate to that show just because of the nostalgia because of what it was like yeah. before you know having all this technology it's yeah. like all you had was other human beings yeah and those experiences that you had with those other human beings yeah and not like hold, hold on <laughs> let's see what what is he tweeting about now you know like we didn't have all you had was synthesizers <laughs> you know, it's definitely a good show but it's anyways. definitely hits in the nostalgia strings for sure yeah it's <laughs> my life yeah <laughs> nostalgia is my life uh, it's kind of scary too yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm trying to stay away from the news, but I did somehow source this quote from John F. Kennedy. Oh, shoot. They had a special, it's probably available online, but they had a thing, I think it was during the summer, it was like the Kennedys, like how they started out and how great it was. Is that through CNN? Yes. Okay, yeah. I think it was CNN. Um, But it's really, you know, an interesting story, an interesting, you know, um, American political family, how they, you know, started out, um, Mm -hmm. had ties, like, to Britain in the beginning, and then eventually their uh, demise, you know. Um, But anyways, for some reason, I thought this quote was imperative to share a year ago on Facebook. Um, A nation which has forgotten the quality of courage, which in the past has been brought to public life, is not as likely to insist upon or regard that quality in its chosen leaders today. And in fact, we have forgotten. I think it's in one of his speeches that he gave over the course of his um, uh, short presidency. Mm. Um, but anyways, I, I definitely recommend, you know, watching that, you know, entire, I don't think I watched the entire thing, but most of it. Yeah. Cause it was like the sixties yeah. and the seventies mm-hmm. and the eighties. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, obviously his family being immigrants from Ireland. Yeah. That also ties in, I think, to what's happening. Um, you know, how we, how we treat immigrants and how we treat refugees in our country. I mean, we've made some changes, but. It's still pretty much the same, I think. Hmm. Um, but anyways, definitely watch it, guys. <laughs> we'll do. Homework. <laughs> um, so anyways, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Very good. Are, are this mics on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're doing, I'm, we did most of the talking, and now we want to switch it over on to you. <laughs> to the music. So tell us more about your music project, Barona, and how that came to be. Uh, that came to be, um, well... Before the band started, we we were a bunch, like a few friends playing in the kitchen, just playing our favorite songs mm-hmm. from other bands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and singing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then eventually it grew into into a band. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds very like <laughs> what do you call it? Like natural. It, it was homegrown. Homegrown. <laughs> kind of start from the start from scratch. And how did you come up with the name? Is it? A reference to Shakespeare, by any chance? Or? It's not actually. Okay. Uh, so uh, Verona is, means uh, crow in in Russian, oh. but it's misspelled. Um, so there is a few things about it. Uh, one, I was like being ironic about my vocal abilities, and 
crow, you know. It's not the prettiest uh, <laughs> voice out there. Uh, They're kind of scary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're Sorry, also very clever. <laughs> there you go. They go hand in hand, I think. And also, uh, someone who came up with it, actually, he, he was... Uh, uh, he knew the idiom uh, wh- white crow, which is similar to a black uh, sheep. Um, he, he's not a Russian speaker. I mean, our guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I was thinking it was interesting to have like a reference for being an outlier or uh, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel different? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At times. I, I probably contributed to that when I'm shoving my phone in your face. Don't you know who this is? <laughs> and it's a good reminder to know that actually other people were, you know, having a different existence and mm-hmm. were exposed to really different things. Maybe people in the 80s didn't have a, a television, you know, or a cell phone. They had cell Which phones. Which is not a bad things. thing. Yeah. It's probably better that you didn't. But. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's good to to you know have a have a bigger perspective on things. So when did you um, when exactly did you form this band? Uh, first time I played live, I think was like two thousand five maybe. Uh huh. Um, and you, you, so Anya Anya was in, in the beginning or almost in the beginning was with the band and then Great. like the band went, went through some changes in the lineup. I think all bands do other than like Beatles and Queen, maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Especially if you've been around for a while, there's right. always like different phases, right? Like the beginning, the plateau, the you know, the arching, you know, reaching that that spot where it's like, oh, we've reached our, the pivotal point in our in our music career. Where would you say that you guys are now? Uh, well, first I want to say, I, I, actually, now I'm thinking I would never. I, I never thought I would reference Beatles and Queen in, in, in the context of talking about our music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, I, we, we love what we do, uh, and um, we, we all have our day jobs, and uh, you know, we're seriously working on it, we're very passionate about it, um, but you know, this is the passion, not, not the livelihood. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sometimes it has to be... And maybe you want to uh, talk a little bit about what it is for you. Uh, I've been talking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been with the band on and off. Um, there were periods of time when I was not playing, and the latest time I joined was, what, 2014? 14, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, such a nice outlet <laughs> for creativity, for coming together, playing music, also playing shows. So, yeah, I feel like by now it's such an important part of our lives. It's really cool. That's awesome. And do you guys have any upcoming shows at the moment? Uh, well, actually, on the way out, Ro- Roxy offered to to book us. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so you might have maybe. a show soon. Yeah. 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 We, we don't have anything at the moment. No. We actually do. Well, we, I don't know if we'll be able to, but we want to um, schedule a show before our drummer Ram leaves. He uh, he's moving, so we want to play one last show together oh yeah uh, yeah so hopefully we'll be yeah. able to yeah. oh that's a bummer when people leave. <laughs> yeah it was like I, it was the first time where I thought like we'll, we'll make a record and the same group of people will be able to perform that record as exactly because it never yeah. happened before. we were so close so <laughs> close <laughs> we hear that so often like, yeah move yeah 
Um, or people are always looking for drummers for some reason. Drummers are <laughs> like a, a hot commodity. <laughs> and he's uh, he's such a great guy. I mean, he he's a great drummer, and he just pleasure to be around. With. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, do you guys have a website? Uh, we do. Uh, VeronaBand.com. Um, I think I booked all the misspellings. Like I, so however you spell it, you'll get there. It's V A R O N A Band.com. Verona. Okay. And who would you say are your biggest influences besides the Beatles and the two greats? So there is a Russian band called Auction Auction. Uh, that's one of the biggest ones. Um, some of my influences don't necessarily don't you don't necessarily think of them when you hear our music. So, uh, like I really like the, the National or Radiohead, but it doesn't really you know you don't really hear that I think in the music. Yeah. But um, we've been compared to Morphine, uh, Captain Beefheart. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you're Tom being Waits. compared to Tom Waits. Yes, Nick Cave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you really? Thanks. He's a wife. We're going to have to hear you, music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's listen now. <laughs> let's actually take a small musical break so uh, Roxy can get whatever he needs to get from the studio. And we will be right back. a short technical break technical biological <laughs> psychological mental, yes and um sorry so what is your website again just so uh, verona band.com v-a-r-o-n-a 
Do you band. guys have like a SoundCloud and? Uh, we actually don't. We do, but we don't use it a lot. I mean, we we actually use it for ourselves to upload rehearsals and uh, just privately listen to them. <laughs> onto your website or onto YouTube? <laughs> no, no, SoundCloud. I mean. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. We did recently start uh, start pa- Patreon, uh, okay. where we want to uh, you know build a community around our music and share some outtakes and like look look at our process and share our process with yeah. his friends and fans yeah nice. okay where do you find your fans normally are they in the bay area or mostly a lot of it is people our friends yeah that, mm-hmm. that know us and friends of friends um yeah so that's awesome and where do you see the band going in the future uh, the Fillmore Greek Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm striving to play at interesting venues, collaborate with interesting uh, artists. Uh, our somewhat recent uh, collaboration, uh, we, we played a live show with the band we admire a lot, Brown Fellinis, and uh, we played a joint set as well. That was that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. Where was that? Uh, bottom of the hill. Bottom of the hill. Yeah. Not too far from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I went there back in July. I've only been there like three times, I want to say. Two or three times. But every show that I've been to there is like epic. I've so never been good. there because it's, it's hard to get to if you don't have a it's, car. Yeah, it's definitely it's out true, of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I hear that it has amazing parking if you do have a car so you know it's meant for a certain type of person it's a very nice so nice cozy place yeah and yeah. they have great great music that both local and, and non-local and uh, I think every and they say on the website which is true every big band before they were big played mm-hmm. there when they went through town mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's cool that's cool I need to make my way out there to wherever it's like in this is it a soma it's not that far from, it's like petrero hill uh, mm. it's like, like 17th i think and something but yeah but on the hill google and it and the yeah. names of states oh yeah yeah it's like alabama connecticut hampshire because oh. there's that bar the connecticut yankee it's like a block away they have it's like a sports bar but it would be like a sports bar you would want to go to because yeah. it's like a little like hole in the wall kind yeah. of place um the park side is literally down the street from there. Yeah. There's like a park there, Jackson Playground, I want to say it's called. Um, there's like some some up and coming restaurants over there too. I think. Yeah. It's like a whole area. That whole area, I think, it's like revamping real hard. Oh yeah. So definitely interesting. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good and bad. Good we'll and see. bad. Bad for us as <laughs> we'll renters. We'll see how the rent is later on. Yeah, I remember when I was there, I think it was a weekend, but I just remember it being so quiet. Really? Yeah, like Hmm. even for kind of a... You're like, this is not normal for San Francisco. Urban (laughs) feel, I was like, wow. No. People are home right now. They're not out and about. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you were there on the weekday. I feel like the mission's a lot like that, too. If you've ever been in the mission on a weekday, it's like very quiet. It's like people are just coming home from work and trying to wind down yeah and bottom of the hill has has a kitchen there too i don't think i've ever had their food i should try it Mm. one of these days so should we play some of you guys's music yeah so is is that song ready uh Uh, which one the siren the siren so what uh, we we, i brought a couple of cds but uh i wanted to share uh, a song that's actually a work in progress we're it's still a rough mix and uh 
uh, I feel like it's relevant because the elections are coming up and this is absolutely first time that I um, most of my lyrics are just visual but this is kind of like a reflection on yeah, so oh, it gosh. goes out <laughs> all the liars, thieves, and the murders. A lot of feelings. You <laughs> came to the right show. <laughs> all right, so let's see if we can listen to Siren. Tell me, they knocked up on the door until the skin came off their hand. Woo! My Lord, my Lord. I said until the skin came off their hand. They cried. I could just hear their cry now. I could hear them say, oh, Noah, would you just open the door? But Noah couldn't open the door. It had been sealed by the hand of God. Oh, it
Super fun. You guys have even like a brass section and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jazzing it up. We had a saxophone player for, for a long time and then he left. But yeah. then, uh, and then we, we kind of we really wanted to, to have sax, sax, uh, sax again. And, uh, um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. that too. I needed yeah. to hear that. Uh, <laughs> ESL, English as a second language. I was turn into a tomato. <laughs> uh, Love it. Yeah. So, but but then we, we couldn't find anyone, and we got gotten used to <laughs> no sucks. Uh, Something you can get used to this yeah. time. Uh, and then we never used to that. Never used to having lots of sucks. <laughs> sexy sacks. brass brass. Yeah. Sexy brass sacks. <laughs> oh my god. 
And how do you how do you um, you know find these other musicians? Are they going to cafes? Is it online? Um, most of it is through Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. We've gotten some bands to Craigslist. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean how do you find the musicians? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah through a lot of it through Craigslist. But we also have some friends and friends of friends. But right. mostly Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're Super <Craigslist>. safe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still some good stuff on there. It's just hopefully yeah. you're not trying to find it's diverse. Like, yeah. Well, they don't have their personal ads anymore. Did they get rid of it? Yeah. It's <gasps> like against the law now. They used to read it on the air here. There was a show where they would read it uh, last connections or whatever it was good yeah that's called sexy time yeah lots of lots of sex <laughs> just changed. yeah the yeah. world is changing yeah. well it's because it's it's kind of like a you know like back page kind of stuff so they don't craigslist is like we don't really want to be known as a back page <laughs> place, <laughs> place where you can find you know sexual uh favors the so. good stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can find bands. <laughs> Lots of bands are still allowed. Let's hope they don't so. get rid of that. As long as yeah. they can, we still have our First Amendment rights. Yeah, <laughs> for now. For now. Oh god. See, they've still got two more years left. We're depressed. <laughs> you don't know what could happen in the next two years. Yeah. It's been, been pretty fun, right? Oh yeah. Lots of fun. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's there's been a lot of good a lot of good music, but definitely a lot of headaches too. At the yeah, same time. I feel like uh, it also kind of just makes mu- music angrier, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I think there's a lot of writing material there for for artists and musicians. And it's actually like a, with this song, it's a dilemma when because I want to play it live and we play it live sometimes, but but when we do, I get into it so much that uh, like it's actually hard to move on into the next song and like let that go yeah let that anger go yeah Yeah. you're like now i have to play a soft song fuck that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i totally understand and when you guys play live is it like is it mostly electric or so this is how it basically sound like yeah uh we, we do some acoustic shows like we actually occupy the piano a couple of pianos at flower piano uh mm-hmm. so it's very different uh but usually it's the the lineup that you just heard yeah and where else are you guys planning to take your project in terms of musical styles how how has the different um instrumentation affected your sound over time do you want to talk about maybe how what you've been experimenting with with Max? Um, it's some somewhat new for us. Yeah, so I I've been trained as a classical pianist since childhood, and that was kind of like historically what I added to the band was like more of a classical ish <laughs> type of a sound of a just straight piano, mm-hmm. um, and. Lately, we've been trying to experiment with it a little more um, by adding more of like electronic sounds. It's very new to me, <laughs> even <laughs> though like I played piano for so long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's fun, you know, and it's. I think uh, we can do a lot with that. Oh. Who were your musical heroes growing up? Uh, the Beatles, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that was like one of the influences. But also, like, I was actually very much into classical music for a period of time. Uh -huh. um, interestingly enough, so more like um, romantical period composers like Rachmaninoff. You know, um, that was interesting. But also Bach from earlier period. Yes. I know okay. that guy. Yeah. Not personally, but, but yeah, yeah. He hasn't been around <laughs> for a while. Now. I know of him. But, I know but the, yeah, used to wear like those wigs. Of those wigs, yeah, 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 yeah. So they all kind of look the same, but I know. Like, nope, there's something. Different. And old guys too, right? Like, yeah, it just had to be that Mostly. way. So. And then I wonder, like, you know, how women—if they were writers back then—they would have a different pen name. They would have like, a and there would be no portrait name. of them anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> like, we're like, who is this? You know, we're such a great yeah, writer. Yeah. But but I there was a movie recently about uh, an artist. Uh, I forgot the name, but called Big Eyes. I think it's uh, the woman who. Oh was yeah, a Margaret. Um, She's from here too, right? Yeah, I forgot the last name. It'll come. Not Margaret Mead. Margaret uh, something. I don't remember. But her husband, like I think, initially by accident, and then he kept saying it's his work, and yeah. And then he got credit for it. So I wonder how many times that happened, right? Yeah, especially in the music world. Yeah. world. So maybe there, is Mrs. there was Mrs. Bach. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote Miss Bach. Margaret Keene. Margaret Keene, that was her name. That was it. I remember seeing that movie. It was good. Um, there is another film where it was a similar... She was a famous French writer, Colette. Mm -hmm. And apparently, she had connections with Audrey Hepburn. Oh, you know Audrey Hepburn is that was. the new movie with Karen Knightley? Oh, okay, that looks good. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting story. I didn't even know that she had a new movie coming out, but then when I did, of course, you know, I did a little more research on it. And I love her. she's always in period pieces, but she does yes. those movies so well. Yes, I like she's her a lot. In, um, I think the last big one she did was Anna Karenina. Karenina. Mm -hmm. I can't say it. Anna Karen. Anna Karen. Yeah. I was like, oh, they did it again. We can do this. And that was an amazing film. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I can't say it. Um, yeah, she's definitely one of my favorite actresses, I think. I think one of my favorite movies, actually, is Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, that was a good movie yeah. with her in it. Um, but anyways, definitely, I want to see Colette. It's one of those, you know, she's a famous writer, and then the husband was a lot older than her, apparently, and was pretending to say, oh, this is actually my work, even though it was hers all along. Um, I don't know if she got retribution later on, but we have to go see the movie and find out. Yeah, or read about it. But it's less fun. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, Jordy, don't... Attack me, I read. <laughs> that didn't happen. Should we listen to another song? Sure, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's do Tango. It's the first first one from the Blue, Blue CD. Uh, that's the most recent album called A Part of Your Soul. Ooh, uh, CD. Yeah. We uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you st unfortunately, still, you, we have a bunch sitting there in the closet, but you still need them at the shows and to send them out so and, and to bring to the radio stations. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it pays off. It's still worth it.
And we're back. I'm preaching. <laughs> Don't touch your mic. I can't help it. I almost unscrewed it. And then I know. I I, it picks everything up yeah. from the screw up. And then you You're probably like just these stop. like noises and stuff. Yeah. But I noticed that it's like a thing that I do now. I fidget a lot. Yeah. It's like a nervous tick. It's a nervous tick, y'all. It's all good. Um, so tell us what uh, what's the song uh, titled and what's it about? Um, it's called Tango. Uh, I don't really. It, it's just. I guess the, the theme of the album is like life, death, darkness. I mean, there is like no, no blotter. Uh, it's just some visuals. That, that life as a tango. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you go from one side to the other. Vertically, <laughs> it's so dramatic how they do it. I think I was mixing it up with flamenco, where they have those oh, yeah. those things in their hands. But yeah. tango is more like you're like well, it's two people, two people takes two to tango. Two Isha. to tango. <laughs> Isn't there a movie called Three to Tango? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you're full of uh, pop culture reference. <laughs> Look it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, Madonna. But that one's like. So what is the difference, the biggest differences there in terms of, I guess, dancing? Tango and flamenco. Tango and flamenco. Uh, or origin. Two different countries. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean... Uh, well, tango's tango from Argentina. Darker, tango's Argentina. And, and flamenco's Spain. They're from Spain, right? Yeah. So. Okay, so they're... So, I don't know. Pretty don't passionate know. dances both. Exactly. But flamenco does have those... Clickers. I saw it once. My dad took me to see a flamenco dancer, and I was Mm -hmm. like, "That's so cool." She was, you know, doing her doing her thing, you know. Yeah. Mm. Two different countries, though. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) I'll learn it one of these days. You're gonna learn to tango. Yeah, why not? Or to flamenco. Both. Both. Oh (laughs) shit! All right. I'll (laughs) be to do that before tango. Yeah. Because at do least you only have to do, you know, you can do it yourself. But tango, you need. Do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you can tango by yourself, I guess, but it would look kind of weird. Pretend there's like a ghost there. Casper <laughs> is there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway. Are you guys doing anything for Halloween? Uh, we, uh, well, we, we're going to take our son trick or treating. Oh. Um, last year, year's Halloween was like every parent's dream, probably, because we. We went to one house, and we thought it would be. He was almost five. We thought it would be mm-hmm. a, a like a thing, like we would take an hour, two hours. But he went to one house, the second, the third, and said, "I'm done." I, I have enough candy now. He had like a total of yeah. four candies, maybe. <laughs> that was all he got. Yeah. Good for him. He, he was hey, yeah, man. less expensive dentist bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's like you don't need it. Like yeah. Just for the experience. I was a little disappointed because I was preparing for a much longer yeah. thing that you were going to do. Fine, but no he was pretty set on going home. Yeah. That. Yeah. So cute. It's like, I'm done. It's too dark. <laughs> and then eventually he'll do it with his friends. I don't remember going trick-or-treating with friends. I think it was just me and my I wasn't brother. allowed to trick-or-treat. My parents uh, were always like, no. We got to go do it. Too late. It's too late now. Nobody's going to give me candy. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. Too late. I'm going to a Halloween party. Oh, you are? It's called the Eyeball. Uh-huh. Because it's eye-themed. Uh-huh. So there's eyes everywhere. Oh, interesting. I'm really excited. I'm going to dress okay. up. Very cool. As an eye? <laughs> no. There's going to be probably other eyes there, so I'm going to be something different. Mm. 
<laughs> I'm going to see The Damned. They're oh. playing a Halloween show at uh, the Regency. So I'm thinking of going Good venue. naked because it's so hot in there. It's so fucking hot in there. I think that could be your costume. The flapper dress. Naked lady. <laughs> yeah. Flapper dress. Oh, yeah. That way, like, it can breathe. Yeah. But um, are you going to be a flapper? Oh. I mean, I'm just going to wear the dress. I don't know if I'm going to bring all the other. Just bring a hat. Crap. That little. With the little veil. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because I know how fucking hot it gets in there. The bad thing about the Regency, too, is that if you need to sit down, like I did that one time, mm-hmm. you're out shit of luck. Yeah. There's nowhere to sit down yeah. except for the floor. Oh, that's fine. In people, the lobby. People are going to be moshing. Apparently, have you guys heard of Devo? Uh, the guy I've, with I've the heard house. the name, but actually, um, yeah, I don't know. So I went to see both of them on different days, and I thought, oh, people are going to be moshing to the damned because they're like old school punk rock. Like, that's what people do when they go to a punk show, and Devo is like more new wave. Mm-hmm. People totally lost their shit when they saw Devo. Don't ever like think somebody who's a fan of Devo is not going to beat your ass. In a, in a mosh pit it was insane I can see that they have a lot of uh, punk rocky songs yes. but I mean it was it was fun it was like good moshing because yeah. like they never they don't tour that often anymore like, yeah. people were surprised people don't want to die they don't want to die <laughs> they want to enjoy the show whereas the damned yeah. was like nobody's moving like I'm the only one that's <laughs> maybe they have less active fans or something they're, less active. <laughs> they're like i just got a heart surgery i gotta keep it easy and then this one girl i'll never forget she totally she stage dive on mm. top of me and this is when i was like in the thick of my condition yeah at tmj she stage dive on top of me but from behind so i had no idea she was coming and then she like just like fell like onto you onto me oh, and then God. she went over me and then i just <laughs> that's what she needs she needs people to keep pushing her yeah. otherwise they're gonna get smacked in the face so it was interesting so i'm like i guess the damned i don't know we'll see. it's halloween night anything can happen this right? is true it's gonna be fun oh and i'm on actually next week's gonna be kind of busy monday i'm going to see evan rachel wood mm. she's a she's a famous actress but she's also australian musician yeah she's doing uh she's famous because she well she's famous because she's an actress but she also dated marilyn manson or was married to him she was married to marilyn and then she was married to another british actor i totally forgot his name jamie something he was in uh the boy i forgot the billy elliot he was the boy in billy elliot oh i don't know but i I know who you're talking about but whatever um (laughs) she's the theme of the tour is jealousy and she does, I think she does mostly cover songs. I don't know if there's original songs, hmm. to be honest. But she has a great voice. Yeah. She was in Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. It's like all Beatles songs. Mm-hmm. And she she played the main female character. So that's why what, what I was cool. like, oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. She could definitely sing. Um, oh, and the, I'm going to see the B-52s. Oh, fun. I caved in. I was like, I'm going to go see them because I really wanted to yeah. last year. And here's didn't happen. You know, yeah here's, here's that a, opportunity to see them at the Fillmore. at the film i'll yeah. see if i can get tickets yeah you should come i was gonna go wednesday but because i got to i'm going to see the damned i'm gonna go see them on thursday so oh my god you're gonna be a busy girl yeah <laughs> take my take my wellness pills now just get ready yep get ready get that's prepared. how my life is it's either like wham bam thank you ma'am or nothing <laughs> not moving i'm not moving 
<laughs> that was me this week. Do you guys have any uh, plans to go forth with your music? Uh, well, we, so we, we want to finish this album that we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be your third one? No, this is uh, going to be the fifth. Oh, okay. Veterans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, I'm, well, I'm actually like very focused on looking for like a real job now so, oh. <laughs> so music nice. has been a little bit uh, in the, on the background, background yeah like last few months yeah but uh yeah but um yeah we, we want to try to to get to get like into some festivals and uh yeah nice. no. there's plenty of those yeah mm-hmm. you're in the right city mm-hmm. some good times yeah for sure should we select another song yeah, so uh, is that CD still in? Yes. Let's do the one called uh, I Don't Want You. <laughs> Love it. I wanted to write a song like titled I Want You, like, you know, yeah. that are, like a cliche type of song. So I, I started, but then it turned into I, I Don't. I know. I like it. <laughs> I like what you. Couldn't help it. <laughs> I like what you ended up with. So we'll keep it. We'll keep it. Tom Waits next? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, the there, is a, there, there, is a, there is a bar somewhere in, the, um, I forgot what it's called, but uh, up north where he sometimes sur- I heard. has a surprise appearances. So maybe wonder... if you keep booking shows there, one day yeah. for sure. One day up. it's going to happen. <laughs> well, somebody said they were in a coffee was, shop uh, in Marin, Victor, Victor, who I think he lives up there. He's a realtor, but then he's also a musician, Bobby. And is he Tom was... Waits a realtor? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, side job. It's a thing. It's a real thing. But he was in a cafe, and then they were making eye contact through the glass or something. Yeah, because he was like, I guess he was walking with his wife, and he like saw him, and they locked eyes. And then he, and then the, the wife just kept walking because she was like, well, he's not. It's not Tom Waits, and he's and he's like, that looks like Tom Waits, and then like 
it was Tom because <laughs> I guess he does it a lot where he thinks he sees him but it's not but it's interesting there are some you know famous people who live in Marin didn't Sean Penn live there I don't know I think like dude Sean Penn's <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Robbie Robbie lived there Robbie Williams yeah. Robin he lived not there. Robbie some guy, guy from Metallica that one guy from Metallica lives up there some other place to be I guess yeah like Santa Rosa you know very like suburban you know but still probably in a winery yeah that's true I wouldn't mind living up there I went to have you guys heard of the mountain winery it was very recently actually yeah a few months ago for Rodrigo Gabriela I was I went there to see like uh, it was like an 80s festival so it was like a flock of seagulls Annabella Lewin from Bow Wow Wow, like all these bands that you would know from the 80s. And I was like, yeah, I could do this. I can be old. <laughs> I will definitely do this. <laughs> like the whole like outdoors vibe, yeah, glass such, of wine, such nice venue. And food. And I was like, okay, this is this is retirement. I know it is. <laughs> that's what retirement looks, it looks like, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Maybe it's that's what Tom Waits and all those people are doing there, just retired. And maybe they're like, uh, Beverly Hills doesn't really cut it anymore. God, did it ever? Some people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ozzy. 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 That's another guy who's like on another level. He gets close to death and then he comes back. (laughs) He'll never die. Yeah, I actually, it's funny. Johnny and I were talking about going to see him when he was in Mountain View where he was supposed to play there and then it got canceled. Yeah. And it was the same night as Lily Allen. Oh, yeah. And I went to see her because I'm like, oh, she's in Oakland. Like, I'll just pop over it's there. It's easier to get to. <laughs> but then, sure enough, it was rescheduled, the shows, because he was getting the, the surgery. And I'm like, Ozzy Osbourne, you have to go see Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah. Like, He's, you know, maybe he, next time he won't come back from the dead. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it happens. It happens, yeah. Well, anyways, thanks, you guys, for coming on by. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah. Should we play you guys out with one song? One more song? Yeah, this is one of my favorites. It's from the, uh, our second album called Egoist. It's a title song called Egoist. Egoist. Yeah. I like the album cover. Uh, it's our friend who lives in Boston now. He's, uh, he's a great artist. Yeah. Very awesome. You've been lucky, too. Love it.
Okay, sorry. <laughs> We're a deep in conversation, damn it. Oh, what happened to the CD I had? Oh, I think it um it stopped because it, it was done playing. It's fine. You're listening to Songs from the Street, and that was uh, Verona with uh, Egoist out of their Egoist uh, self-titled, or Egoist album title song. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and check them out at verona.com. Um, they also have a SoundCloud and all that stuff. Um, we're trying to get our gears up for some music as well. Um, yeah, it's been pretty pretty interesting night i think um you know this is kind of like halloween halloween weekend right this is this is what their people the young kids are calling it yeah i mean they're celebrating it tonight some people are already out there partying yeah dressed up it's all it's all good whatever like we don't want to make the effort um (laughs) where is this party that you're going to well it's going to be in half moon bay and it's actually going to be on halloween night um i actually got a comp day from work for working so much in september um which is very nice of of uh or you know my work to do and yeah yeah (laughs) god it was so hard um so uh i asked for halloween night because i was like I know I'm going to be going to this thing and I don't want to worry about, you know, timing and going to work and then trying to come back. Mm-hmm. So um, it was definitely a smart choice on my part. I, I'm glad I, I did that. And uh, I asked, asked us for the first off because I'm a dummy and I know that I'm probably not going to be feeling, you know, 100% to go to work on the first. I'm not going to drink or anything. I'm just going to, you know, it's going to be a late night. Late night. That's a party. What party do you know that's good that ends like at nine? You know? Yeah, that's true. 
yeah so i'm excited um and you're gonna go see the dam so you're gonna have a hell of a night too oh yes I'm, I, I pray for you the next day that you're <laughs> okay i'm not gonna be drinking unless johnny's like do you want to drink and i'll be like sure why not because i'll just be like hours off of my fast yeah so i might want to indulge a little bit yes um you know and if i do i usually stick with um you know sparkling wine or red wine something low-key like that yeah something that you can count on it wouldn't surprise you in the morning (laughs) exactly i know my limits yeah we're smarty we're smarty pants over here we're smarty pantses It'll be, I mean, for me, it'll be a fun week, so I am looking forward to it. Yes. But for you guys uh, celebrating tonight, be safe. Um, take Lyft. Take Uber. Yeah. Take Lyft. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, be careful if you do take public transit. Um, you know, if you do, if you're too drunk to take Lyft, do definitely throw up in the bus i feel like the <laughs> city doesn't care as much as the driver of the lift car no shame no shame um, yeah just you know you do you man we care about you awesome well on that note let's listen to some music yes
transcending Always and always and always ascending Positive progression But I